welcome to our 165th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this month is actually Bourbon Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. And so we figured that we would um, have lots of bourbon (laughs) for our drinks this month. We don't need an excuse. I know. I'll take one. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this week we, we're having a pineapple... Sour. Pineapple sour. Just pineapple sour. Super easy. Yeah. Pineapple juice, lemon juice, and bourbon. Yeah, it's That's good. It. I like it anyway. It's really good. It's really... I think it's... it. The pineapple definitely carries it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like the initial uh, recipe that we had for it... Called for less bourbon and more pineapple. Yeah. And I... Took away one part pineapple to add an extra part bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I made yours for the video. Uh-huh. But when I went and made mine, mm-hmm. I tried something a little different. What did you do? I, add, I added a half ounce of simple syrup. Oh. Because we took away the pineapple, uh-huh. I wanted it a little sweeter. Oh, okay. And that, <laughs> that, that kicked it up. I bet it did. I bet. Just, I just bet enough. Right. I mean, just half yeah. an ounce. It just, it mellowed it out. Which so I, if, yeah, mm. if you like... A little bit, because I was going to say it's pretty tart, mm-hmm. but the pineapple does still carry yeah. it. Yeah, uh, takes the tart off. <clears throat> but I bet it does, yeah. Okay, so if you've seen our video, then, and if you like it a little bit sweeter than tart, then more sour, mm-hmm. then add the simple syrup. Let you me see. see. I yeah, think you can tell it. if you try it. it. It just, it takes the tartness out just a little bit. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's the only really thing different—just a half ounce of simple syrup. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And it's funny because there's no egg white, but because of the pineapple juice—it it it, made it frothy. It I know. I up. thought I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's really good. You guys need to try this one for sure. I'm dropping my garnish in there. Yeah. Uh, so this week we are going to be talking about unsaid rules and unspoken. Is it unsaid or unspoken? Is that the same thing? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Unsaid rules and kind of like expectations, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so like, it's funny because we initially, we had a listener tell us that we should talk about, um, oh gosh, uh, yeah, different rules for like, if, uh, a couple has, different rules for each other or i guess if a man has a different rules for a woman and and then doesn't follow the rules that he has set for her mm-hmm. like this thing. is okay for me to do but not okay for you to do yeah so we got to talking about it and then we kind of just came up with this mm-hmm. with what we're what we're going to talk about today um but before i get started with that seth has his dumbass post of the week did we get this one from anybody? No. Uh-uh. All right. This one says, the wife goes, sorry, but the OBGYN said no sex for six weeks after childbirth. Husband. Okay. What about wife? My dentist said six weeks too. <laughs> kind of witchy. Kind of witchy. Yeah. I mean. You got three holes, lady. <laughs> They can't all be closed for business. <laughs> I know, right? They're closed for repairs. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, like, I wonder what... Is is that the same? I mean, does... 
I wonder if there would be some some woman that would ask her gynecologist, like, well, is anal okay? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. Well, I think if it's after childbirth, no, because you probably tore. Uh huh. The whole like right. Re- the yeah. whole yeah. So that whole so, region yeah. is that out taint of gonna happen. <laughs> see what, see oh what I did gosh. there? Oh my gosh! You see that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, I would think that's it. But, yeah. And if you still want to say that all, all three entry points are closed for repairs, you got two hands. <laughs> that's true. And if you're saying, well, Seth, what about women that? Have no arms. Well, you got two feet. <laughs> oh my gosh! Where there's a will, there's a way. I know, I know, <clears throat> I know. Well, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, I don't see that. This is one of those things that is just damn near 100 percent one way. Mm-hmm. Like guys would never. I don't think guys would be like that. Uh, the only way that a guy, I think, would be like that is if the woman is on her period. Right. You know? Well, yeah, but that's still her. Like, if a guy got a vasectomy. Yeah. And was like, I'm too bruised, I can't do it, but I'll still take care of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. He wouldn't be like, nope. Uh-huh. Yeah. The dentist said, my tongue is out of order, too. <laughs> you know, a guy. I don't think a guy would do that. I know. That's just kind of a, a bitchy wife move. Yeah, but I think that a guy wouldn't even be in that situation. Like, he wouldn't even... Well, the girl wouldn't be asking. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, I thought that was a a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yes, um, unsaid rules and expectations. So, yeah, like I said, we were talking about it, and it was like... Yeah, initially, the, I guess, complaint or whatever was that I have, my husband has, I guess, specific rules for me that I follow for him, but he wouldn't follow the same rules that that he yeah. made up. And and I think a lot of that <clears throat> still comes from both sides have to be clear on what the rules are. Mm-hmm. And this this was brought up really based out of out of a scenario mm-hmm. of the husband's contacted by somebody they went to high school with many years ago. Casually, hey, how have you been? We should ca- we should grab a cup of coffee and catch up. So the female. Ex, or not ex, not even ex-girlfriend, just female old friend, friend. Uh-huh. from high school that they haven't connected for a long time says, we should catch up over a cup of coffee one day. And the husband just, you know, ignorantly and blindly and without really any thought was like, okay, sounds good. Because he's thinking, it's just a cup of coffee. This mm-hmm. is someone I haven't seen in forever. <clears throat> She's married. Mm-hmm. I'm married. And we've, we've, you know, we've talked about, you know, the no-nos of that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't condone that at all. Right. Whatsoever. But he ignorantly is like, oh, this is no big deal. I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And so he tells his wife or she's like, hey, how how about we meet for lunch tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I can't. I'm going to catch up with, you know. Julie. Julie. Yeah. And we're grabbing a cup of coffee. Uh Uh-huh. And the wife says, okay, I'm not telling you not to go. 
but if an old guy from high school had contacted me and wanted to go grab a cup of coffee, you would be throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his response is, well, that's a different. This is me. <laughs> Not really that's different because he's single or you used to date. It was literally just, well, no, that doesn't apply. That Yes, yes, you're right. I would get mad and I should, but you shouldn't get mad at me. Mm-hmm. Even though it's the exact same thing, just flipped. Yeah, yeah, I don't. And so that's that's kind of where the, when one partner has a set of rules for them and a set of rules for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. It's more of a double standard. I don't know if I'd call I don't know. What do you call that? I, I think it's a double standard okay. because I think that, uh, well, I don't know. Because, so like the double, because a double standard would be more so like the, a woman goes out or says she's going to go out with, or no, a guy says he's going to go golfing with his buddies Mm -hmm. on a Saturday morning and uh, they go and they golf and have fun or whatever. Well, then like the next weekend... His wife wants to go out with the girls and, and he and the husband's like, well, why are you going to do that? And she's like, well, you went out with your boys last weekend. He's like, well, yeah, but that was golfing. Mm -hmm. That, that's not. Double standard. Well, um, well, maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like. He basically just reiterated the same point with set of rules for him and a set of rules for her. I guess. That's true. <clears throat> I guess, like, I don't know. I guess it would be maybe okay. A double standard would be if he were to really go out, like, to a club or something with the guys, and then he tells her not to because she's a woman, mm-hmm. and that guys are gonna be flirting with her or whatever. And maybe it's still, maybe it is still just the rules. Think maybe they're kind of one in the same. Yeah, maybe they are. With that. Uh-huh. Um, but I, it becomes a tricky situation mm-hmm. because a lot, you know, we, we, we've spoken on here about, you know, the communication and level setting those expectations. You should be very upfront with one another on what you find appropriate in the relationship and unfortunately or fortunately whichever side of the coin you're on the more restrictive rule is what you have to abide by yeah if for both of you yeah if you're the Mm -hmm. female and you're like well i don't have a problem with my husband going out to the bar at night Mm -hmm. and you're like well since i don't have a problem with him going to the bar he shouldn't have a problem i go to the bar but if he says no i have a problem with you going out to the bar Mm mm-hmm I'm not going to go to the bar, mm-hmm. then to appease and abide by the rules, neither of you should be going to the bar Period. at night without each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because if you do, if one of you says, well, I don't have a problem with it, so he shouldn't, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Huge disrespectful move. Oh, yeah. Because he does have a problem with it. Uh-huh. Just because you don't doesn't mean he's not allowed to. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why it's it's very important that you you guys constitute what's allowed, what's considered. I'm not saying this to get you in an argument, but what's considered cheating? Mm-hmm. What what's considered flirtatious behavior? What's considered off limits? What and and it's really taking these these unsaid rules that and you call them unsaid rules because a lot of times 
one partner, since they don't behave in a certain way, they automatically ex- assume or expect their partner to behave the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, I can't believe you did that. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes this is the first time this scenario or situation has been brought up in your relationship. Yeah. And so the other person that is like, well, I would not have a problem if you did this. So I didn't think you would have a problem with I did it. It's usually only an unsaid rule when it gets broken. Yeah, I know. I know. And and that's where the communication and everything comes into play and it should be a said rule mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion um and and like you said though but you don't know about these things until it until something yeah. happens and so it's it's really hard to kind of figure things out when when you're trying to figure out you know your relationship mm-hmm. anyway it's either going to be <clears throat> trial by fire where Mm-hmm. you you go into something where you're like, well, I'd rather ask forgiveness and permission. So I'm going to go do this and kind of play stupid and be like, well, I didn't know that you would have a problem <laughs> if I went to the strip club because we've never oh talked about Oh my gosh, that. now that's stupid. Right. That's, I mean, that's even worse. But than, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, we never talked about it. And the guy's like, I don't care if you go to Thunder Down Under. Uh-huh. That's fine by me. Yeah. I did Since I didn't think, since I didn't have a problem with you going to a strip club, I didn't think you would have a problem with me going to the strip club. Uh-huh. And, and so playing ignorant to it and, and, you know, asking for forgiveness more than permission is one way to go about it. I say, okay, well, now I know. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm not supposed to go to the strip club. Uh-huh. It, and since we didn't talk about that before, now we've talked about it and I won't do that again. Yeah. And, and then... What does that look like? Well, you know, I went out with the girls and yeah, I didn't get home till 4 a.m. But, you know, if you go out with the guys, I wouldn't care if you got home at four. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, I didn't know. So now I know and, and I won't do that again. You see, though, like with with those but, things. OK, go I was going to say, but those should be common sense unsaid. rules. Oh, for sure. Yeah, those. Yeah, you would think shouldn't require communication. You would think just that. don't be an inconsiderate asshole. Uh huh. I know with the doing something that should just be common sense like you would think like have you never been in a relationship before Mm -hmm. have you never had a conversation with someone of the opposite sex on what they think is okay Mm -hmm. i mean it's funny because we're we're actually hearing a lot more men starting to speak up about how women behave Mm -hmm. it's something that that we're seeing kind of this resurgence And, and anytime you see the pendulum swing from one side to the other very hard it's gonna just swing back Mm -hmm. sometimes even harder yeah and i think what we're seeing culturally and this is probably kind of the beginning of this is you know we obviously we had this very restrictive swing for decades of you know these traditional roles and women knowing their place and women not being allowed to do this and that and then it swung to this completely independent and you don't tell me what to do and and associated with all of these things with with you know women wanting to behave like men Mm -hmm. and being given the same i guess freedom Mm -hmm. that they think men have and what we've seen is it really go the other way where a majority of women have really just said i don't care what my man or my husband or my boyfriend thinks of how I'm dressing, how I'm behaving, who I'm spending my time with. I'm a woman and I can do whatever I want. I wouldn't tell him what to do. And you see these guys saying, yeah, but the stuff you're doing, I wouldn't do with my guy friends. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I know. And I don't want you behaving this way, hanging out with that crowd, going to these meat markets, hanging out in things that are predominantly men, people of the opposite sex who have the chance of hitting on you, looking at you, checking you out, approaching you. And then that's where we get into the, well, then you just don't trust me. Mm -hmm. And it's men are like, it has nothing to do with trust. It mm -hmm. has everything to do with respect. Yeah. And you're disrespecting our relationship by putting yourself in single situations mm -hmm. and you're disrespecting me and saying that my feelings and my concerns don't care or don't matter what you're not hearing is men saying i'm allowed to go do all of that you're not but that's how women are kind of taking it mm. well i don't know i yeah I, I guess um i don't think i don't think that's like a they're completely saying that mm -hmm. but i do think that they're saying that in a way so i think that like, and I don't think that they're trying to, and may, I know that some men are different. Maybe, you know, that they really are trying to be in control or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. But uh, I think for the most part that they are, they're saying these things. I don't want you to, to go. I don't want to, you to, to be, if they're saying it, period, because mm -hmm. we all know that people don't communicate very well but if they're saying it they are saying i don't want you being in that situation because i know how men are yeah. and i know what happens in those situations where with a bunch of girls and you know whether you're married or single or whatever men will try to get with you they'll try to dance with you you know mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and and so the the guys are saying this and the women are taking it like you're being controlling yeah you're being controlling you are not letting me have fun and do what i want to do mm -hmm. when really <laughs> i say this but the guy is trying to is concerned he's mm -hmm. more concerned than for her, for her safety and her well-being than trying to be controlling. And like I said, I know that there are men that are, that are controlling and that. I think you're letting the men sound a little more noble than they really are, though. Oh, well, yeah. I don't, I don't right. think men are, are necessary. I think they use that. I think men would say, well, I'm, I'm just concerned about your well-being because it, it sounds a noble thing. Uh -huh. When at the end of the day, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's a territorial response. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. I don't think it really has a lot to do with concern. I think that men use that argument, like I said. But I think at the end of the day, it's just a man being like, back off. This uh -huh. is mine. Yeah. And when you when you say things like it's mine and you put like this ownership tag, the first thing people do is say, well, you're just controlling. Mm -hmm. I'm not yours. I'm mine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what should men say? You know, it's ours. This is our relationship. And you're putting our, I mean, it oh sounds my corny. Gosh, yeah. But that, that's, that's really what they mean uh -huh. is you, your actions are jeopardizing this. Mm -hmm. our, our bond, our connection, our potential relationship, our potential future. Because you want to act a certain way. You want mm -hmm. to be in certain situations and get certain amount of attentions and hang out with certain kind of crowds. And the guy's just like, I don't want you doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't want you going somewhere where other men are actively checking you out. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, or, women act this the same way too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and so I think, I think that it's more this territorial thing, which, I, I mean, I, I guess you could maybe say there's a fine line between 
being territorial and controlling, but I think that really just depends on the woman who is perceiving that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's very true. Too. On if that sounds controlling or not, because some women would agree with that and be like, it's not. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's territorial. I wouldn't want, and that's where it becomes complicated because there's not really a reverse situation that's relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I just thought about this while, while we've been talking about this, was men used to, when they wanted to bond with other men, when they wanted to spend time with other men, and they wanted to get guy time, it had to be in a social setting, away from women, women or women in the background. Mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing now is so many men growing up in the video game era they're getting that guy time playing call of duty with 40 other dudes yeah they're getting the guy time virtually Mm -hmm. and women don't have that type of outlet to get girl time it still has to very much be a face-to-face and so the guys that aren't addicted to video games that know hey there's plenty of women every weekend that want to go out and while you're sitting there with your face shoved into your computer all weekend, I'm going out and hitting on your girlfriend. Yeah. Or your wife or whoever it is because you're too busy playing video games mm-hmm. and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there is definitely that angle going to it. But I think that because we've seen this, guys are more and more now like, well, why do you have to go out? I don't have to go out. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're getting this, your needs met in a different format than a format that women aren't available mm-hmm. or don't have available to them. Yeah. Or, or that predominantly don't take advantage of that. You don't, I mean, I've never heard a girl be like, when I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, me and the gals are getting together to play Battlefield. <laughs> I know. You know? Uh-huh. So yeah. even, I mean, your gamer girl is one in a million. Mm-hmm. And the 10 of them aren't getting together to play video games together. <laughs> She's dressing half naked and streaming her service that all your guys are watching. Yes, I know. You know? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that like, um, I think part of it too. So with like, I think where it becomes unfair kind of with, with the unsaid type rules is when you know that one partner would absolutely never do whatever it is that the other partner is wanting to do or about to do or whatever and they never like, do or never have the opportunity to do yeah and and like and they would uh they're just the, and then the other partner's like well no that's you know you can't do that because I would never do that to you. And, but then they're like, yeah, but you, you don't even like, you don't even like people. You're socially <laughs> awkward or whatever. Like, of course you wouldn't do that. Of course mm-hmm. you wouldn't go out. So, but like, I think, yeah, I think that it just becomes unfair for the other partner to be like, well, that's not really, I mean, I get it. I understand that, okay, I guess, I guess I'm not going to be able to do those types of things, mm-hmm. but that's not fair for you to put that rule on me when 
you I know that without a shadow of a doubt of a doubt that you would never do that anyway. So it wouldn't be like a temptation or anything right. for you. Well, and that's where you know I've you and I've talked about this, and I've used I've used the example of you know myself where no guy is ever going to be like. Hey Seth, I want you to be my best man at my wedding, and you have to plan my bachelor party, and mm-hmm. I want strippers and all this. I'm never going to be in that situation, and I can say, with what I believe is 100 percent confidence, but I guess just for argument's sake, with 99 percent confidence, that even if that happened, I would say no. Mm-hmm. But if you were approached by girlfriends who, you know, view you as their best friend and ask that, I would be like, you're not going to do that, right? I don't want you planning a bachelorette party with male strippers and all that. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And I could say, I'm never going to do that. But we would both know, in reality, I'm not going to be in that situation to be asked to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so where it gets tricky is you. what you have now is one spouse or one partner who, by, I guess, process of elimination, is allowed to take a firm stance that they don't want you to do that. And the other partner can't really counter it and say, yes, you would, mm-hmm. because it's not going to happen. But they can't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that they would, because it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And so that's where is it, what is it that you do? And I, I say, obviously, it goes back to what I said earlier with the more restrictive rule is fortunately or unfortunately what you have to abide by. Mm-hmm. And then you just you know, cross your fingers that it does happen to him at some point in time and he drops the ball and you can shove it in his face. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no. no. Well, I think that, like, because I remember you saying before that, like, that your ex uh, would say things like, well, you could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you do that. And, and luckily, like for us, we are on the same page, I think, like with, with how we are and how we, how we want to spend time with each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of anybody else and how, uh, we just, we would try not to put ourselves in that kind of situation but I re- yeah i remember you saying before that like she would be like yeah i don't care go ahead mm-hmm. y- you could do that and then you're like yeah but i care that you're doing that so mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that and so i totally i get like i get where that other person where like you in that situation are coming from like but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know. I think that was probably, I don't know. I think it was unfair. I think it's unfair on both people, for well, both people. I guess my question with, with all of this is, do the semantics and details matter? Because I think that's what you have to decide. Because I think, and what I mean by that, and I'll clarify, what I mean by that is the the specific pieces of what the partner is doing. So I'll use my ex as an example, and I'll, I'll use something else as an example too. But with my ex, I would be like, look, I don't want you going on travel for work 
with all of your coworkers who were all male. Mm-hmm. And she would say, well, I don't care if you go and travel with your coworkers who were also all male. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. So either you have to say that the details matter or they don't. If you say the details don't matter and you're just going to say, well, work travel is work travel, mm-hmm. then, then it, it's, you're never going to go anywhere mm-hmm. with the argument. You have no argument. You, you, one of you has decided that the details don't matter. And I, I, you know, shocker, think the details for all of it matter. Mm-hmm. And so I, I tie that into what we see with, you know, guys today where, you know, guys will be like, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with the guys tonight. Um, and, and what he means by that, guys aren't going over, and I'm talking about men, not boys. Men are not going over to another man's house and bringing their shower kit with them and their hair gel and getting all dressed up and decked out and changed their clothes to go out clubbing. Mm-hmm. They're not going, they're not getting all dressed up to go out to eat for dinner and go get drinks and go have a nightcap at the local bar and go see jazz music as, as guys. Guys aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. And so when a guy is like, hey, I'm going to get together with the guys tonight and we're going to, you know, play poker and smoke cigars. The threat of someone from the opposite sex is non-existent. Mm-hmm. And when a girl says, oh, I'm going out tonight with the girls, they're not going over to a girl's house to stay there and hang out, unless that's the intent. But I'm just saying for argument's sake, mm-hmm. they're going out somewhere. They're going to get dolled up. They're going to look their best that they possibly can for, I think there's another conversation there for whatever that means, mm-hmm. but they're going to go out. And do what I said. They're going to go grab a bite to eat. They're going to go, you know, have a couple of drinks. They're going to go see some kind of live music. They're going to go dance. They're going to go do something in social, excuse me, social situations where people of the opposite sex are there posing some sort of threat. Mm -hmm. Now, you either have to accept that or deny it. And you either have to acknowledge that the details matter or they don't. And, And so what you typically see is a woman saying, we have two set of rules. He is allowed to go out with his guy friends, but I'm not allowed to go with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you twat. You guys are doing two different things. <laughs> He's oh going into a guy's house to drink beer and have cigars. Mm-hmm. You're going out acting single for yeah. all intents and purposes. Right, right. And, 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 and so true. that's where, you know, when you look at it, that's not comparing apples to apples, unless mm-hmm. you're going to say, well, the details don't matter. Guys' nights, guys' night, girls' night, girls' night. It doesn't matter what we do. No, it matters. <clears throat> I think it does matter. Mm-hmm. I, and you're absolutely right. Like, I don't think that I, it is, it is different. It really is. And, but like, if the girl was just saying, oh, I want to go to, go painting with my friends or whatever mm-hmm. like <clears throat> it that little detail does matter but yeah. at the same time <laughs> like what are you gonna do after painting mm-hmm. are you gonna go to not maybe not a bar but a, for a nightcap or something mm-hmm. you know like make sure that you are doing what you said you were gonna do right and not go somewhere else because the girls want to Mm -hmm. the girls want to go somewhere else and 
oh, this is so much fun. We should go get another drink. And then right. that's where you put yourself in a situation where you're in a bar. And, and it's funny because I think that we are that couple that, you know, the other people who want a break from their partner don't understand us. Mm-hmm. We are that couple that if you went to Main Street to do Pino's Palais mm-hmm. and you went there with a couple of girls and then they're like, oh, this was fun. Hey, let's let's go to the rooftop and get get a drink. Let's go to the BA Brewery and get a drink. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh. You would let me know. Oh, let me call my husband. Hey, yeah. Seth likes this. I'm going to see if he mm-hmm. wants to come over here and join us. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, ugh, Crystal, this is <laughs> girls night only. <laughs> but I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. That if I've taken you to the cigar bar, you yeah. know, you I, there's no place I would go that I would not want you to be at or be ashamed if you walked in and saw me there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that that's another good, you know, guide that you should have. How would you, how would you, how would your partner react if they walked into what you were doing right now? Oh my gosh, I know. Would they be mad? Would they be upset? Would they be sad? Would they be hurt? And if the answer is yes to all of those, Probably pretty good idea. Don't fucking do it. Yeah, I know. I know. I I use that like with my clients for like eating food and doing bad. Like, what would oh, I say? What would Crystal do? Mm-hmm. You know what? If yeah, if I saw you doing something bad, yeah, like how would that? Would you hide it? Would yeah, you throw it under the table. Would you deny it? Would you? Would you be scared? Would your heart drop? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's where it, you know you have to have a little bit of fucking integrity. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you know, and, and there really is at, at sometimes the core of these things. Men know, and women should know this too. Men know that a woman can get laid five hundred times easier than a guy can. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that your woman is wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. But knowing that that statistic is there poses a threat. Mm-hmm. And your most secure and self-confident individual still knows that that's out there. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that, I mean, a, a guy can't just go out and get laid typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, so like, because we talked about this kind of uh, before where... It was like, I I said, well, but what if, or what about that guy that is the one that is coming on to your, to your woman or whatever that, that he is the one that is getting laid Mm to like, doesn't that kind of wash that statistic away when like. I know, I know that I know that it's I guess easier for a woman like if she wanted to, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I don't know maybe I'm giving girls I mean, too much credit, but I don't, <laughs> but most women don't want to like yeah, and it it's funny because I think that in the looks department, what you typically see. Is your girls that are eight, nines, and tens aren't cheating mm-hmm. because they're getting hit on by five, six, and sevens. They're not cheating. There's nothing really coming up to them. 
that they aren't cheating. And most of those girls that are very attractive, uh, typically have someone, husband in their life, boyfriend that tends to be of higher value. Mm-hmm. And so there is more of a sense of, I don't want to lose what I have. Mm-hmm. I'm fully satisfied. I'm not even looking. Get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. The married women you see cheat predominantly are not your higher, obviously higher value, but even in the looks department aren't the most attractive people. Mm -hmm. They think they are. Mm -hmm. And the person that's nailing them tells them they are. (laughs) Yeah. And their ugly dad bod husband tells them they are. But they're not. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the girls I can think of that we know have actively cheated on their husband, even if I knew they didn't cheat. I wouldn't, they're not eight, nines, or tens. They're four, fives, and sixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And and so I think, but those are the girls, the guy, to answer your point, or to answer the question, the guy that's getting laid is the one trying to hit the eight, nines, and tens, but striking out, and he ends and up ends with up the four, with five, the, or six. Yeah. In, in reality, you're a fucking grenade. You just didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. High value women won't cheat on their men. No. So if you've cheated, you're not a high value woman. You're immediately knocked out of that. <laughs> I know that category. Uh huh. Um, and most high value women, you know, you know, shocker again, are typically very attractive. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see an ugly woman that's like, oh, she's high value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, uh, I'm sorry, that's just not how it works. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. Yeah. And that's just from the court of public opinion. Uh-huh. It is. It is. And Not your 300 women on Facebook that like all your stupid, ugly posts. <laughs> Outside of your... In reality, that's how it works. Uh-huh. And okay. so I think that that's where, when you typically see the ones that cheat, that that's, that's usually who it is. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Well, like... And then I think, because then I, I go back... I, I don't know. I guess this is not a cheating episode. But then I think about, like, the husbands that that cheat on the wife with someone that is less attractive mm-hmm. than them. Well, the those women <laughs> or the maybe those the but I don't know, maybe they're they're just not like they're they think that they're better looking than what they think they actually or than what they actually are. Mm-hmm. And then but then again it goes back to the grenade <laughs> chick. Yeah. And that's why he had he had an affair with the ugly one. A high value woman won't have a one night stand anyway. Mm-mm, no, uh-uh. they won't. No, and neither will high value men. Yeah. And that's so I true. think that that's. I mean, when you see these guys who, you know, they think they're very good looking, their partner keeps telling them they're very good looking, and they go out and they're cheating. I'm not saying that they're butt ass ugly. They're definitely not high-value people. Mm-hmm. And that answers, you know, kind of what you answered yourself already, was that that girl he's cheating with mm-hmm. is, you know, more or less a grenade, not mm-hmm. an atom bomb like a one or two. But mm-hmm. uh, she's not the higher end. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where the, the high-value stuff is like, oh, my gosh. you know, I'm seeing a lot of stuff like, she's a 10, but. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've like, seen no, She's a not a 10 then. Yeah. She's not a 10. Uh-huh. And those are, you know, 
obviously based completely on how they look. He's a 10, but he still lives with his mom. He's oh, not a 10. Oh, gosh, no. No, he's not a 10. Yeah. No. She's a 10. I mean, I know the, the mo- most of those ones that I've seen, Those he's she's a 10, but she goes to Target a lot mm-hmm. and drinks pumpkin spice lattes. You know, it's just like kind of being funny and poking fun at that. I haven't seen that. Really? With the basic stuff. I've seen like, like she's a 10, but she listens to Florida Georgia Line. Oh. Oh, she's a 3. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. She's a 10, but she liked Lena Dunham. Well, she's a two. (laughs) She's a 10, but she laughs at Amy Schumer. She's a three. (laughs) But I think that those crack me up because it's like, there's obviously more than that one quality that does not make them a 10. Mm -hmm. But what you're really saying is she's really good looking, but she has this flaw. And I'm just saying, show me this person. (laughs) I want to see who they are because... It's just a made-up, fun little thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Um, you know, mm-hmm. real women that are tens don't do any of that. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the ones where the guys are asking, like, um, you know, a, a, kind of basically like, you know, are, are you are you perfect? And like, no, everybody has room for improvement. And then they say, okay, well, on a scale of one to ten, what do you rate yourself? And most women will rate themselves a ten. And really? the guy's like, you just said you're not perfect. If you rate yourself a 10, that's perfect. that means you have no room to grow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who does that? Dumb oh, bitches. my gosh. A bunch of sixes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. No. Everyone has room for improvement. Yeah. But I'm a 10. No. <laughs> Joking. No. That's why you throw the scale out the window. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not falling into that rating scale. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We just flip it. Mm-hmm. What would you rate me? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I know. Yeah. I know. But then, but then, you, then you run the risk of you getting pissed off uh, that this dude thinks that you're, yeah, you're lower value than what you think you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a 10, I guess. Well, that goes back to, I don't believe people are their hardest critic. Yeah, I mean, I think that some people, I think, I think people are, but, but I think nowadays it's different. Yeah. I don't know. Tens people, are. Yeah. Sixes are not. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sevens true. and below that's are not true. their hardest critic. <laughs> that's true. Because they think they have more to offer than they really do. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, but like, I guess back to the, the. Unsaid rules. Unsaid rules. Like, I don't know, I think that the, the, the most important thing with unsaid type rules and stuff like that is making sure that you are voicing your expectations mm-hmm. in your relationship. And, and it goes back to kind of what you said earlier in the beginning of making them not unsaid. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the expectations, the parameters the the borders the whatever you want to call them these these guidelines for your relationship moving forward you have to communicate what each of you find appropriate behavior and inappropriate behavior mm-hmm. and acceptable situations to be in and unacceptable situations to be in i mean i know there's guys out there that are like i don't care what you do go out have fun if you need a ride call me mm-hmm. and i do believe that they these unicorns do exist mm-hmm. 
most of the time, that's not how men are going to react to that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think when the shoe is on the other foot, most women aren't going to react that way. I know. Well, and and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I know that we've talked about it before where I don't care how it makes you look. Mm -hmm. You need to say it if you have a problem with it. Yeah. If it if you think that it makes you look like a jealous, controlling person, guy or girl, you still need to voice how you feel. Right. And I think that the 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 biggest thing is to for to try to make the person understand how how you're feeling and how how it really makes them feel and how would it make you feel if mm. the roles were reversed? Well, I think that it's, yeah, I mean, I, I, we, we, we always go to that point. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that that's one of the reasons we don't have to have these tough conversations in our marriage because we're very aware of what the other person would feel like. And I, I think that, you know, it, it's going to sound funny, but I think that that, that women who, who, get dolled up and want to go out with the girls and go, you know, dancing and partying and getting drinks on ladies' night and things like that. I mean, think about that for a second. I mean, if, if you were at home and you were going to watch the kids and your husband is like, oh, I've got to get ready to go out. And he hops in the shower, he cleans up, he's in there shaving his balls. <laughs> he gets out, he, you know, powders himself up, gets his hair all gelled up. He's trying to look as, as sharp as he can be. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go pick up, you know, Tony and Billy and, and I don't know why I started, I was going to say Randy. I was like, why am I putting wise on everything? <laughs> and, and my, my crew, I'm going to go get my homies and we're going to go hit the club. Mm. We're going to go grab something to eat and go get a nightcap. And there's this really cool little jazz band playing. We're going to go check it out. You would have a problem with that. Yeah. Why the fuck are you doing this? Why are you, why are you shaving your balls to go out with the boys? <laughs> I know, you know that I would be, and I, but I would say something. Right. I would be like, I, I'm talking about no, these women. No, I know. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That I know that I personally mm -hmm. would would say something. So you know, women, that this is how it makes you feel. Yeah. So or that would what make you feel. Do. That's what yeah. these women are doing. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, like, like you've been hanging around the house all week in your fucking pajamas. With no makeup on and your hair pulled I know. back and well, a, a, yeah. my, one of my sweatshirts. And now like, you're throwing on your little tight black dress. You got your hair <laughs> fixed. You brushed your fucking teeth. You shaved your legs. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I know. And then like how you said, you know, you're shaving your balls and mm -hmm. and you're wearing your non-holy underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you trying to impress? Right. Yeah. Like exactly. That is exactly how how it would feel. Mm-hmm think about it like <laughs> how yeah. would it make you feel and, and and i think that that's where talking about the scenarios and 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 i think that that's where you and i've done we've done a really good job with with proactively having the conversation and then if we realize it's something that we've never talked about we kind of hit the pause button I'm like let's well, let's think about this for a second um i can't even think of like a really good specific to to that piece but but I mean, e even like w with couples, you know, think about that, that weekend in Vegas, mm -hmm. have that conversation. 
mm-hmm. because that may be something that comes up. I know. Ha- yeah. Have that, you know, have that. If you, if you're in that, if you're in that relationship where, you know, you're, you're a girl and your best friend has, you know, moved to Nashville mm-hmm. and they live in Nashville and, and you know that you want to see your best friend every year on her birthday and you're going to go to Nashville one weekend a year, you need to, you need to have that conversation before, well before you start looking at travel plans mm-hmm. to see how, how your partner would react. And going back to what you said and what we always say, how would you feel if your partner, did? and not from the perspective of, well, if I say it would bother me, then that doesn't mean I go. Mm-hmm. What, how would you really feel? I know. If, if you know, if, if he, and, and throw that, say, well, his best friend lived in Vegas and he was going to spend, you know, one weekend, you know. A month in Vegas, and I would, I would almost be willing to bet. Well, I don't know if I'd say that. I was gonna say, I think your your lady has a better chance of getting laid in Nashville than you do going to Vegas. <laughs> no, I don't know. About Even that. where prostitution is legal, I still think your <laughs> I lady don't has know. a better chance of getting laid. No, because laid in Nashville because of prostitution. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would disagree. Okay, but I've I don't seen know. Way I more skanky girls in Nashville than I ever have Vegas. I know that's true. Yeah. Um. And way more dudes trying to get laid in Nashville than I have in Vegas. That's probably true too. I know. So, but I, but but those are things that you know have have the conversations up front. Don't wait to ask for forgiveness for permission, and don't wait until you're trying to do it to have a knockdown, dragout fight over it. Mm-hmm. And if you know you're going to want to do that, you kind of either need to be prepared to not do it, mm-hmm. or have a good enough case, and maybe. The answer is, you know, it is tit for tat. I know. Well, you know what? I I am going. I'm going to go to Nashville. If at any point in time you decide you want to go with your friends to do stuff in Vegas, wherever. I have to be understanding. I have. I can't. I can't say anything. And that only works if he's going to be in that situation. I know. I know. But I think ultimately, every decision you make. You have to ask yourself, how is this helping or hurting my relationship? Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. If you going to Nashville Everything. to see your buddy or your girlfriend that you've known your entire life, or even if it's your sister or your sibling or whatever it is, is that helping or hurting your relationship? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is hurting, there's your answer on what you need to do. I know. Uh-huh. And you may not like it and you may not agree with it, but that's that's being a a fucking adult and putting your relationship above everything else. Yeah. I mean, what's more important to you? Yeah. Having a fun night or weekend with your friends or mm-hmm. a relationship with your partner that you are going to build upon and have the best relationship of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you would you would think that you would make the right decision to choose your partner. Yeah. And and, and I think that if you're one of those people even if we make the suggestion, we'll, we'll take your partner with you. If your answer or your immediate thought is, I just need some time. There's nothing wrong with me not doing stuff with my partner. Mm-hmm. I don't see what the problem is in leaving my partner alone and going and doing something away from them. Mm-hmm. That's that's a sign of how powerful and strong I really truly believe your relationship is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not controlling and it's not about one person getting their way and somebody not getting their way. Uh, it's not even about compromise. It really is about doing what's best for your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if it's not the most important thing, 
you've told me what your priorities are, and I know comparatively you don't have as great a relationship as you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you say, well, then I don't want a great relationship, well, then that's exactly what you've got. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, 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 if having a great relationship means I don't get to go party with my girlfriends, then I don't want it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You and your cats can talk about that in 20 years. (laughs) Have fun. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's all your choice. It's all, and it's all, it's all avoidable, these fights or situations, Mm -hmm. because if you just talk about it. Yeah. Just talk about it. And, and speak openly and honestly with your partner. Yeah. And that's going to be the best recipe for success. And and be understanding. Mm-hmm. You have to understand where your partner's coming from. Mm-hmm. If you're refusing and you're going to plug your ears and you're going to nod your head, but you aren't going to, at the end of the day, care about what they're saying about it, you, you've... You're a lost cause. You have failed as a partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ain't going to change. You're not gonna, I know. I, I, exactly. Nothing I'm going to say is going to change your mind. No. No. You I know. know. Uh, I know. And that's... That's fine. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'll I don't... Just, I'll just be over here happy in marital bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be in friendship bliss. Uh-huh. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, until your friend gets married. Yeah. And then... And they're like, oh, yeah, you can't come out this weekend in Nashville. Yeah. Me and my boyfriend have plans. Yeah. Me me and my husband... That's always are, funny to me. ...are going out instead of... The two of us. When you see the girl that's like <laughs> forcing girls night uh-huh. because she's in a shitty relationship or single and then she finally gets someone good and she's like, oh no, girls night's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that ruined my last marriage. Yeah. You you think? You fucking think so? Yeah. yeah. You dumbass. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, what is it? Good marriages don't end and happy couples don't get divorced. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add, though. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and on Twitter, on Marriage, and Rumble, <laughs> Marriage on the Rocks. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks.